Good day to you. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Um, driving out this morning, and right before I left, uh, we had some music playing this morning that was, um, the lyrics were the Psalms. And, uh, sorry, I'm got a text. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's not distracting as I'm driving. But my phone's not in my hand now. I'm not texting and driving, children. I was just thinking about this song. It's just like, man. Okay, so just in, in the season of everything the Lord's saying right now and trying to continually posture myself in light of um, our immersion baptism days ago, it's just such a tender season. Um, the The hearts of my... Self and my wife are just, we're just, oh my gosh, we just want to stay in this place of abandonment. And I understand some scriptures now that I just didn't understand. And I'm not going to go into all that, but there's some things that make sense now that Paul said that never made sense to me pre-immersion. Like, I mean, they they had significance, yes. And as Kristen has stated, like, a lot more symbolic versus literal. But a lot of the scriptures I'm reading now, and I'm trying to, like, um, yesterday at the end of the day, what was kind of the end of the day, that's another story, but um, I just wanted to sit and read the Word. Like, through the present lens of, like, I'm in the kingdom now. I'm born of the water now. I have a faith to believe that there's something different from my positional reading of the eternal word of God that like from where I'm now seated I believe I believe I have been given a perspective that I could not know previously now again just to be clear this does, I'm not saying I never could read the word and get any thing from it any revelation from God or or um, that my studies previous were empty and nothing because it, I wasn't ready yet. No, I'm not saying that in any way. But I'm just saying, like, when I'm reading now the writings of Paul several places throughout Acts yesterday evening, because I just got home from work and, like, I just wanted to read. It was just something, it was a new perspective. It was a new perspective and shift towards my understanding, (laughs) but yet not limited to it. There was just something different. There's something different of viewing everything I'm reading through the water. And so this morning before I headed out, just not long ago, um, we're playing this this music, um, and it's the Psalms that's talking about, I want to be as a tree planted by the streams of living water. And at, at, at that very moment, I have my son on my lap. I was very just stirred this morning. This is a real tender season for me towards my son. As I want what's best for him by the Father's definition. 
the Father God, okay? I want so bad what is best for him. And I, and I am having to continually walk that road that Abraham, the perfect man of faith, as far as the origination of faith in men, that God chose to set him apart and establish a seed that's made it all the way to present and will go into the future to bring us into Yeshua Messiah. So, like, that journey up that mountain, the days of journeying to get even to see the mountain with his seed promise. The determination to go up and the confidence to believe in absolute faith that the Lord will provide. Not because he has to. Not because I need him to. Not because my son will need him to provide. But because it's his name. <laughs> right? It's his name. It is... The Lord will provide is His name, y'all. It's one of the names of Yahweh. Man, I, I mean, I remember, I remember 20 years ago, maybe, yeah, 20 years ago, I, I read this book of the names of God. 20 years ago, I was neck deep in myself trying to be a youth pastor on a staff at a church and love my new wife and like give myself to her and and God and but I had no living water I had something God had given me something he had given me something I had always had something in me that was a gift from God as some some sort of a seed that I could never, ever explain, that I could never shake, man, even at my lowest of lows. I mean, 25 plus years ago, at my lowest of lows, 30, no, not 30, 20, I don't know, what am I doing? I hate when I do this. I need to get that right. <laughs> 30 years ago, I was only 16. Now, I was, whoa, boy, I was on the way. But like in my 20s, man. But I still could never shake it. I could never shake the conviction of the Lord in my life. But I didn't have living water. I didn't. I had been saved. Rescued, I thought. Rescued from hell. I had been baptized, as I've been saying a lot, you know, in the last month. I was baptized, 1984-ish. <laughs> I did all that. There was something going on in my life. Yes. But praise the Lord for the, the changes that he, he does without any help of our own, without any help from us. <laughs> yes, he's close. Yes, he responds, yes, when we draw near to him. But you know what? Let's just face it. How many years of our life were we not? And he still pursued us. He still sought us out. He still was saying, come to me. 
come to me, wooing us. No man comes to him unless what? Unless he draws him. Unless he draws a man to himself. So what of the vast majority? What of the majority then of all of mankind that does not come to him? Well, the hardness of heart. The I don't need you. That's really all atheism is, is I don't need anything beyond myself. Maybe some humans, maybe. But you know what? I don't need understanding. I don't need revelation of any matter. I've got it all figured out and I'm good. Thank you. And that was my life for many, many years. Even into my marriage. As a believer. I've man, I even at that point I had experienced things, man. I had experienced like encounters with God. Yes. But I didn't have the living water reality. I was not a tree planted by the streams of living water. Well, what's the difference? You could say, let's just metaphorically say, I was a tree in a pot that was being sustained and kept by God's grace and kindness and goodness spraying me now and then enough to keep me alive. You know, you see these people in offices. I remember back when I worked Metro Atlanta and I would be in all these huge, fancy, ridiculous offices and often women would be walking around spraying these plants with these misting sprayers. Now I always thought that was so silly. Like, what are you doing? But like, in this moment, I think that makes some sense. Like, they're just... I mean, it's a plant in an environment where it doesn't even belong. It's decorative. (laughs) It serves no purpose. There's even fake plants. There's even plastic ones. They're just for show. Just keep it alive. The goal is to keep it alive. That's it. Just keep it alive. It doesn't need to be in its original natural environment. It doesn't need to have a purpose other than just sitting there and looking, I guess, deemed good to someone. (laughs) That was my life for most of it. Was the goodness and kindness and mercy, the mercy, mercy, mercy of eternal Yahweh God coming and spraying himself upon me enough to sustain me and keep me alive until he set me free. Not until he set me free in the sense of, come on, God, do the work. But until I yielded myself in submission to him and realized I was, in fact, a potted plant barely being on life support. And I allowed him to take me out of the confines of the pot of my life. Don't get me started on the water pot. (laughs) And he placed me. He placed me in the living waters. He placed me in the the land that is beside the stream that feeds the tree. Lord, let me be planted as a tree beside the living waters. Well, what 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 does that tree 
depend upon for its life and its sustenance. Now, here's a good imagery, right? I love this stuff. I love, love, love how all of creation declares the glory of God. What does that mean? I think it means a lot of things, but one thing that it means is we are surrounded by a natural earth. We're surrounded by creation that points us to the revelations of God. The revealing of himself, that's not some showy word, the revealing of the creator. And so yesterday I drove up to work um, in a somewhat, the, the, the terrain up there is just a little bit different than right where we live. It's only 50 miles north, but it's a little more, it's got some bigger um, gorges, mountain, just the way the mountains lay are a little bit different than where we are. And there's just some beautiful views. And there's a lot of exposed rock. There's a lot of exposed rock in the mountains in that specific area, especially on the drive up to where I work. And I noticed very, very clearly that on the side of most of the mountains, there would be these bands, these 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 distinctive areas of trees that are absolutely brown. I mean, if like, if you could take, if you could put a, a snapshot of a mountain on, on a computer screen, and then you get some little paint tool, you know, like an old, back in the days in Windows when paint was on your computer, and like you pick a paintbrush, like a shape, like, and so if you could pick a shape, like a square or a circle, and put your finger on the screen and drag it across and make whatever you're dragging across a different color, that's what these trees looked like. It was just these long patches, sections of brown, distinctive. Now, trees are starting to turn, especially up there. There's a little bit of color, but mostly just kind of dying. Well, why? Well, we are in a drought here. We're very dry. The stream beds are trickles. The rivers are down. Our grass is dead. <laughs> We've not really had any significant rain for at least four months. Literally. There's been no measurable rain in three months. And not much more for four. And so it did get my attention when I drove up there yesterday and I had to stop at a bicycle shop to get some brakes fixed on my son's bicycle. And I'm just talking with these two men about the seasons, you know, F fall is supposed to arrive here tomorrow by temperature. It's supposed to be very beautiful, 20 degrees cooler. So we were talking about that, man. Oh man, thank you. <laughs> we're ready for, I mean, it's supposed to be like, we're, I'm driving to Tennessee today. It's supposed to be 95, 95 on October the 3rd. And so I, I was talking about just the weather and he said, yeah, did you notice those trees up there on, on the mountains? I'm like, yeah, I did. Like, what's the deal? Well, those are, those are trees that, that grow. They, they're, they grow out of the rocks because these, these mountains in many areas around here are so rocky, there's, they're not all just dirt. And so the, the trees, even large trees, grow out of the crevices within the rocks. And so the moisture that's kept within that tiny amount of dirt in those rocks is very minimal normally, but enough to sustain them. But we're so dry 
the trees are browning their leaves and shedding their leaves in an abnormal way to preserve themselves. There's not enough water to sustain them. So they have to they have to respond, they have to take an action. And the action is visible. Like there as as I'm saying there are these bands of complete brown somewhat dead trees. And so I'm thinking about that right in this this moment of of what I'm saying. So okay, so you take that and then you take the I want to be as a tree planted by the stream of living water. Well, what is the sustenance of that tree in the living beside the living water? Well, obviously the living water that's contained within the stream is permeating the ground and literally giving life to the trees beside it. The cl- the the closeness and proximity of the tree from the perspective of the psalmist is very important. I want to be as a tree planted beside the living water. I want to be close to it. I want my sustenance and source to be beside me. And so, well, what am I saying? All of this stuff, like, again, I I went out this morning and I just had that time walking the driveway in the dark saying, Lord, what is it for today? Yesterday is done. Yes and amen. What today, God? Here's my plans. Here's my plans. Here is what's on my agenda today. And this is what the one thing the Lord, I would say, has led me to pray every morning in this new season of my life, especially for sure post-immersion. Is not, Lord, give me what I need today. Lord, send this, send that, give this, give that. No, no. There's two phrases we've been repeating. And I'm repeating throughout my days. Is, number one, it's in the water. Everything, every idea, every plan, every thought, every doubt, every fear, Every imagination, every dream, every good thing, every hurt, every misunderstanding, every brother and sister, every member of my family, my home, my business. You get what I'm saying. It's in the water. It is in Jesus, Yeshua Christ, Messiah. It is in Him. It's gone into Him. It has found its eternal abode. I am in Him. And everything that makes me me, my plans, my experiences, all that I am, all that I give myself to, is within the water. Himself. The Messiah. It's in there. That's the first thing. And the second is, as, I'm, as I started to say, and then I went there, instead of God, give me, give me, give me, even in the right best sense as a, as a son, as a rightful heir, as all these things that I am, yes, I am. But there's been some shift in my heart of like, Lord, all I want to do and to be found in 
is wherever your living water flows today, wherever it flows is where we will go. I will follow it into every crack and crevice and twist and turn of my life. I will follow the living water. And I will remain beside it is what, I, what met with me this morning as I heard that, that psalm. Let me be as a tree planted beside the streams of living water. I will be yielded to my source, dependent upon my source. And wherever that living water flows is where you will find me, friends. That's where I will be. That will be my dwelling place. The living water reality. An expansion from what it was a week ago, two weeks ago, whenever, the water pot stuff. Okay, I've made that exchange. I'm no longer carrying that water around. Lord, fill me, Lord, fill me, Lord, fill me. No. If I do that, if I do that, I would say I risk missing the promise from Messiah sitting at the well saying, I can give you something that never runs dry. It comes to you, friend. It comes. It just comes because that's just what it does. <laughs> does, the stream, does the tree planted by the stream of living water tell the stream where to go? Or in what increment to bring it life? Does the tree have anything to do with the living water as far as where it flows? No. It's the other way around. The tree is dependent. I would like to say, I'm no geologist, but the stream was probably there first. The stream was probably there before the seed went into the ground to make the tree. Metaphorically speaking, in the spiritual, then we know for sure that that's true. The eternal living water. This is the same living water, y'all, that I would like to say in this moment as I feel that in my spirit that flowed through the garden. The Garden of Eden reality. The walking naked in intimacy with Creator God with nothing between. That is the culmination of the ages, right? That is what's before us, is it not? New Jerusalem that I alluded to the other day, the New Jerusalem reality. The culmination of the ages is what? We will be as trees planted by the streams of living water, eternal water, eternal communion with Yahweh. Incredible. It's an incredible thing to even attempt to wrap our puny little brains around. So friend, be, be immersed today. Are you immersed? Are you inundated? Are you flooded? Are you drowned in the living waters that God is pouring out and that he is himself? So I just want my roots to go to the deepest place possible. I want to be so established, unshakable, unmovable, 
As that seed, man, oh gosh, don't even, oh my gosh, here it goes. And I'm just, I'm just going to have to stop. I'm, I'm already at my destination. But like, what was the seed of Abraham, friends? What was his seed? Faith. Faith. The faith seed. It has traveled all the way to me. And it's given me life, and I am now a tree planted by the stream of living water through the water, through the covenant vow of Messiah Yeshua Jesus. Oh my gosh. My body is going to explode. (laughs) It's the seed. And now I'm the tree. I am the tree. Praise God, I am the tree. I am the tree. I've become the tree. It's no longer just a seed. The purposes of God, the eternal purpose of God is not for the seed to continue to go out, but for the seed to what? To what? To what? To what? To what? To find good soil in God's mercy, in the gift of faith. I was finally found good soil. I was finally found to be good soil. Lord, thank you, God. It was not anything of my own. It was not my vow. It was not my I'm ready now. It was not my I'm finally here, God. Oh, no. That was too small. Have you heard that before? It was the gift of God, the seed established upon the earth through Abraham that traveled eons of time and finally found a place in me, this man, to become a tree. It sprouted, friends. It has sprouted. Newness of life. Newness of life. Oh, praise God. Praise Him. Praise Him. It's incredible, the invitation to be fertile ground. Not hard, not resistant. Not, I don't need you, God, in our own way. We're not atheists, no. But in what ways in us? God, I know you. I know doctrine. I know truth. I know, I know, I know. Is that producing hard ground in you, friend? Be yielded. Be fertile ground. Don't let anything rob it. Don't let anything eat it. Don't let it sit up there on the surface and get scorched on the rocks. Let it go in. Let it go in. Why? So that the streams of living water can run over it and over it and over it. And the sunshine of the Creator shines upon it. And the ground has prepared herself, has prepared itself to be ready to receive. Y'all, that was my wife. That was her. When I prophesied over her the night before our baptism that she was ready, y'all, I'm not going to get graphic, but y'all, that was it. She was fertile. She was fertile. She could receive the seed of the Son of Man. She could receive the seed of the God-Man, Emmanuel, Yeshua, Jesus the Christ. And she joined herself with Him. We joined ourselves with Him. For the first time in our lives, we were fertile. We were fertile. We were ready to receive the seed born of the water. 
Amen. Amen, Lord. Make this clear, please, to me. Make it clear to your people, Lord God. Make this clear. The seed has traveled through all of time. God has put it in a time capsule that cannot be thwarted. What did the men say in the scriptures? I've got to shut my mouth. If this isn't the eternal God, it will go away. Leave it alone. Leave those men alone. If this is not God, leave it, and it'll go away like every other thing. But if this is Yahweh eternal, it will remain. So either way is what they were saying. Either way, it will take care of itself in essence. And oh God, has he not preserved his seed, friends, in a time capsule encapsulated in Messiah? It's been encapsulated in him. And so if for anyone who will make sure they are fertile ground, get to the place of the yielded, tilled, worked, 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 worked ground, prepared to receive the seed, the living water is already flowing. The living water is already there. The issue is the ground. The issue is the ground. Listen, friends, to what I'm saying. The issue is the ground. It's not the seed. It's not the sustenance. It's not the seed. It's not the sustenance. It's not the seed, and it's not the sustenance that are the problems. The problem is the ground. The ground of the heart of man. The ground of the heart of man is the issue, my friends. The, the issue at hand is what condition is your ground, your heart, your cardia, your innermost places that the Scriptures teaches us is the eternal us. That's the issue. That's the issue in every man. So be fertile soil so that you can become as a tree planted by the streams of living water. We must be fertile ground first. We must be prepared first. We must be the bride clothed in white going out to meet him. We must do that first. We cannot be impregnated before we go out to the bridegroom. I cannot be a tree before I am a seed. I can't. I can't be a tree before the seed comes and is received into me. It's impossible. Even in the natural, we know that true. So may the work of the Lord be done in your life, friend, wherever you are, so that you can become as a tree, as a tree, as a tree planted beside the stream of living water. Amen.